0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, a deal has been cut. Negotiators say they have a top line number, but very few details are out. Number two, how Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell are both facing challenges from the right. And number three, what's happening with interest rates. All right, let's get into it, Jake. Uh, we have been covering every twist and turn, the body language, uh, the, the public statements that uh, appropriators and some of the leadership have been saying around whether or not an omni can be cut. And all signs are pointing towards a before Christmas exit at this point.
1: Well, let's not go that far.
0: Um, Oh, let's continue to be optimistic because I think the people need it. Everybody needs a little optimism, Jake.
1: Well, you know, fine. We're going to get out of here before Christmas. (laughs) I don't I just don't know. I mean, so here's where we are. The House and Senate appropriators have reached a top line agreement um, for uh, their big omnibus spending bill. Now remember uh, or don't remember because of this, no one knows this yet, but they didn't release a number or the breakdown between defense and non-defense spending. Um, they didn't. And also of note this agreement, which is between Richard Shelby, Republican of Alabama, who's the top Republican on the Senate appropriations committee, Pat Leahy, Democrat of Vermont, the uh, chair of the appropriations committee and Rosa DeLauro, the chair of the appropriations committee on the house side. Um, from the great state of Connecticut, I might add, um, is does not include Cade Granger, the top Republican on the House Appropriations Committee, who's going to be the Appropriations Committee's chair in a Republican majority. Now, um, that's a notable absence. Um, that means to me that, uh, you know, it doesn't have Republican buy-in, which is what we knew. Kevin McCarthy wants a um, does not publicly want it on the bus, and I use publicly in capitals and bolds. Um, now, okay, so here's where here. Let's just run through how this is going to break down tonight. At some point today, the House is going to vote on a one-week stopgap measure um, that will probably come late tonight. Um, and the Senate will probably take it up tomorrow, um, before leaving town for the week, because why would they stay in town on, on Friday? Um, because they are the Senate and the house is going to be gone on Friday too. So appropriators will have to spend the next four or five days assembling this omnibus bill, meaning they've already written it, written a bunch of the, of the bill, um, but they have to go over it and make sure the numbers comport with the top line and comport with the deal. Um, typically these things, if in, in our, in our last, you know, 15 or so years of covering this stuff, Brez's last X, I'm not going to say how many years of covering this stuff. Um, these things tend to – we tend to wait for them on Sunday night, and then they come out like Monday at 3. So let's just set Monday at 3 as the over-under for when this is – the omnibus is going to come out. So the House is going to – I don't know who's going to go first here. I've gotten signals that the House would go first in the omnibus. I've also gotten signals the Senate might go first in the omnibus. So the ha- the um, appropriate – so the House will – take a day or two to pass this thing. Imagine if it comes out Monday, they want to vote Wednesday on this $4,000 trillion plus page bill, 4000 page trillion plus bill.
0: That's a, that's a whole lot of numbers there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, in a whole little bit of time. Um, and then the Senate will need unanimous consent to get this thing through. Now, are they going to get it with conservatives uh, all up in arms about an omnibus? I don't think so. I just don't think so. Um, so, Mitch McConnell said yesterday that if it's not finished by the twenty third, right, 22nd. By the no, twenty second, exactly next Thursday, then he just wants a year long on the a year long CR. Now, since they're this damn close, I don't think he's going to stick to that personally. But if there are, if the process is already going, but remember, if they don't get consent, they're going to have to clear. Uh, depending on how they structure the bill and what vehicle it rides on. I won't get into that. They're going to have to clear at least one or two cloture votes and then intervening days. I mean, this could last a week, essentially. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know when they're going to finish this, but they have a deal. Remember, Pelosi could only afford to lose like two votes. Can't imagine a lot of Republicans are going to get on board on this. And in the Senate, they need 60 votes at least once. Maybe twice, maybe three times, maybe five times. No, but, you know, they need 60 votes at some point in the process. So that is where we are. I, don't, right, know, I don't know. What he- so
0: let's just hold on. The like, I just I want to. So now I'm now I'm feeling a little more pessimistic. Jake, what is really wreck my morning here? But no, I mean, I think that I just want to say two things that I think are important. And then I'll let you you can wrap it up. You know, you've been covering all of this. You know, kind of with with Braz super super closely, but I think the thing that to me is interesting here is that they that they aren't disclosing the top line number. I mean, I think that to me just signals how tricky a dance they are doing right now. That they don't want people to have the uh, you know the their members to have something that they can kind of get up in arms on before they've even drafted the legislation. And I do think your point on uh the fact that. Kay Granger's missing from this agreement is really important for folks to note. Um, because as you just said, two votes Pelosi can lose here it, with, uh, the fact that the incoming chair of the house of committee is not even on the statement on the Freeman fr- framework agreement showcases, you know, just how much McCarthy
1: and Republicans aren't going to want to vote for this. Yeah. It's, you know, I- but this is a big um this is kind of a big hope no vo- vote no hope yes situation in a lot of ways right. yep meaning who the hell wants a government shutdown threat one month into a new majority or one week into a new majority nobody nobody in their right mind so you know this is not exactly honest so um you know let's just remember that
0: all right. Let's go to the number two story of the morning. Something we have been tracking very closely uh, throughout the lab. You know, in the whole kind of post-election, um, you know, rush to get their their leadership in place. Um, you know, the fact that both. Kevin McCarthy, which we talk we talk a lot about on this podcast, the fact that he is facing that squeeze from the right. But so is Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. It's evident, I think, in every, you know pretty much everywhere and in particular the fact that there's a group of Republican senators um, who are going to be convening a GOP conference meeting to talk about the party's agenda for the 118th Congress. This comes on on the other side of the chamber. You have McCarthy having another meeting about rules and the fact that the pressure to make some changes around the motion to vacate among a bunch of other issues continue to swirl uh, as the deadline for that January 3rd speaker vote comes ever closer. Um, Just an interesting, I think, overall context about where the republican party is their dissatisfaction with leadership um and and i think probably even more notable we we could have seen this coming on the house side i don't think anyone's surprised that kevin mccarthy's having a hard time uh given the the kind of numbers that he has but i do think there's been a shift in the senate here
1: yeah there has been but remember um this is like the age-old story, right? The conservatives rebelling against their leadership. You're right. It's kind of new with McConnell. But both of these leaders have important meetings today. McConnell has this um, meeting that the conservative kind of ragtag group of conservatives is going to uh, – is has forced on the, on the Republican leadership. Um, that is a – I think it's in the early afternoon. And McCarthy has this rules forum where he'll, he will be talking about, among other things, the motion to vacate, the – procedure by which Republicans can or the House could get rid of its speaker. Let's be clear here on the House angle, the vast majority of House Republicans, almost everybody, does not want to change the motion of vacate. The vast majority. This is a, you know, 90-10 proposition. But you know, horseshoes. Uh, what is the saying? Not horseshoes. Uh, hand Great. What, what I can't even remember what it is. Uh, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. That's it. Um, he needs 218 or it's the majority of the house, and he needs to keep every you know, keep an, a, an enough people happy, and that, and that enough people includes conservatives who don't like the motion of vacate as it's currently constructed. So, um, this is a big, this is a kind of a big moment or the beginning of another big moment for McCarthy, uh, less so for McConnell. He's just gonna listen to gripes and kind of sit back. He's already won um, the, the majority leader, the Republican leader role, rather minority leader role for next Congress. Um, so it's gonna be a gripe session and that's fine. And, um, but the house thing, the house meeting is more, is more, um, is, is is more important, I would say.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, let's move on to the number three item of the morning. Our very own Brendan Peterson continuing on uh, the financial services beat. And uh, this morning has an interesting item about, uh, man, it, it feels like this is kind of a broken record at this point. Is it? Is, is it that time already? He leads with. The Federal Reserve Board is going to be hosting a press conference this afternoon to announce the U.S. central bank's next interest rate move courtesy of the Federal Open Markets Committee. Um, analysts broadly expecting, Jake, a 50 basis point rate rate hike today, bumping uh, the federal funds rate up to 4.25% to 4.5%. But there's, there's a lot less suspense here. Um, you know, the, the economy seems to be doing better. Um, going to be interesting, though, and something that we continue to track because it really impacts uh, not only, you know, what what people are thinking of Capitol Hill, but certainly the Biden administration and how aggressive they can be on, you know, certain policies going forward.
1: Yeah, this is a um, uh, the Hill will be watching this closely, as will uh, Wall Street and other financial players. Um, The uh, Fed is looks I mean, this looks to be the economy looks to be getting to a place where the Fed is going to be a little bit happier with it, as Brendan notes. Um, he even says so, the headline of the item is soft landings and other things that might be happening at the Fed. So he's even raising the idea that this could be a soft landing as inflation cools unemployment, though. Un- the unemployment rate remains relatively low. So um, this is going to be a uh, uh, something that's watched closely both in Washington and in New York and in financial capitals around the, uh, around the globe um and we'll have more in the midday edition or actually probably in the in the evening edition now that I think of it but we will have more <laughs> we, <laughs> we will have always more. have
0: more that we'll is have the, more that at some is point the point <laughs> today The truism. Um, Just want to note that we have a special edition of The Daily Punch coming out. Jake and I were joined by our managing editor, Heather Cagle, uh, to talk about the Punch Up, which is Punchable News' equity platform. We recently had our first half-day summit on racial equity and sustainability. Uh, So that's going to come out this afternoon. So look for a special drop of the podcast And with that, thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.